0: Welcome back to another exciting episode, the 12th episode of the Free Speech Forum. I am your host, Pixel Joe, and I'm here with my co-host, John, and my Bob. third co-host, hey, uh, Coco John, host. how are you?
1: I'm doing good. well. I'm doing Joe? well. Well Are doing good, Joe? You looking I, good? I, I'm
0: doing great. All, All right, right, let's man. play that thing.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Rolling right along here. What we got
0: there? You guys ready for tonight? Yes, we are.
2: I'm ready to get bean boozled. We're going to be talking about football.
1: Football. Football. And that bean boozled thing. But before that, we got to take care of some business. Yeah. Let's talk about our. We've got a sponsor sponsor. that is solid as steel. (laughs) And they're awesome, man. I want to tell you right now, we love them because they are our first. Big sponsor, and they've stuck with us, and it's called Palmetto State Steel. They've been in business since 1996. They work with raw or processed steel, aluminum, all shapes and sizes, any kind of industries they serve. The list just goes on and on, from steel to make a little lawnmower case with, tractors, cars. They service companies all over the U.S. But rebar fabrication is really their strong point. And they've got advanced engineering expertise so they can build anything out to any construction grade need, no matter how intricate or difficult it is. They do in house welding, they cut the length three bar. Palmetto steel does, and this is my favorite steel. Bending—that That is something to see. If you've never seen a big sheet of steel curl up, it'll curl your toes. Ooh, and uh, nice. and I know everybody wants to know, Bob, do they do holes of all shapes and sizes? Do is they someone... do holes? Uh, yes, they do. Holy shit. Shit, they do holes. You and keep digging. Now, <laughs> you, we, we know you're waiting for this. Get your pen out. It's contact Palmetto State Steel, and here's the number. Get ready. 843-971-8802 or... See them online at steel at gmail.com. And I guess the best thing of all too, this is a family-owned and operated steel business up in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. They've got a, uh, a location in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina and in Wilmington, North Carolina. So they kind of own the, that side of the country over there a bit. But what a great sponsor. Thank you, Paul Metal Steel. We yeah. we love you, man. Yeah. Thanks for sticking and, with the free and y'all speech y'all can form. just uh,
0: actually screenshot that little, uh, that, little, that little blurb right there. And
1: so. Paul Metal Steel loves my T-shirt. Defund the media. Yep, yep. They need to roll up some steel.
2: So, so I posted those Defund the Media shirts on Facebook.
1: Yeah. And somebody was like,
2: well, dumbass, aren't you the media too?
1: And I was like, Well, you can
2: defund us, too. We don't care.
1: (laughs) We're not the media. So feel free
2: to defund us. We're not the media. We're the anti-media.
1: We don't create fake news. We don't. We don't lie. We're just existing. We're not dressed up in suits thinking that our you-know-what doesn't stink. Yeah. We are American patriots that are here fighting the battle against, guess what? Censorship.
2: Right. I mean, that is the only message we have here at the Free Speech Forum.
1: You've got it.
2: 100%. Anti-censorship. And you... You can't be media these these days without censoring. So, of course. I mean, so we're not media. We're not censoring T-
1: today. They the, uh, the uh, what's it, the FCC put uh, the suit with pending with Facebook into a higher category called them a a super monopoly because of Instagram, oh, and is. you know it, it's just ridiculous. But we are not. We don't owe anybody anything. So, we can tell the truth, and that's what we get.
0: John actually owes me some money, so. Yeah, I'm working on getting that. So I'm just kidding. Feel
2: feel free to fund us if you want to. We have a donation button on the website.
1: Now, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up. Since I got to do the Big Steel commercial, Mm -hmm. there's this thing called Bean Boozled. I understand you have that with you tonight. Is true? Yes, so
0: we do have uh, Bean Boozled tonight.
1: Would you tell our viewers how um,
0: horrible of a game this is? So, um, this is a game that... it's jelly beans. I know. And it comes with a little spinning wheel here, and uh, I thought it would be freaking hilarious to watch Bob uh, eat one of these disgusting <laughs> jelly beans. Would, you, would, and, you, and
1: would you like me to go over a few of the flavors? Yeah, yeah. Okay, R- from, read the Read the gourmet. L- so there's, listen to this. Um, <clears throat> bean Boozled jelly beans make it so you can never be too sure what your taste buds are in for. Ten delicious gourmet beans <laughs> gourmet. with an identical wild and wacky flavored bean. Some of the flavors are Dirty Dishwater, Dead Fish, (laughs) Strawberry Banana Smoothie, Spoiled Milk, Coconut Canned Dog Food, (laughs) Chocolate Pudding, Barf Peach, Stinky Socks, Tutti Frutti, Booger, juicy pear, rotten egg, <laughs> buttered popcorn, toothpaste, berry blue, stink bug, toasted marshmallow, and birthday cake. Oh man! This now
0: I will say that the toothpaste is supposed to be one of their gross ones, but it's actually it's pretty good. Pretty good. I was like, I, I could eat I toothpaste. I don't you know, know if I, I could hold that one, Joe. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I ate a lot of toothpaste. I felt as a the child, same way so. about
1: the rotten egg one, you know. It's supposed right. to be gross. But. Well look, I'll get things off here. You wanna spin the wheel for me? Yeah. And show me what I'm gonna have to eat. <laughs> and we're gonna play around of bean boozles. <laughs> spin that big wheel. We don't even have to tell them what it really
2: lands on.
0: Alright, so you got the it's it's the darkest one. It's either canned dog food or chocolate pudding. <laughs> And he got canned dog food. Do oh, uh,
1: you
0: need the garbage can? It's disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm going to swallow this something, bitch. Uh,
2: you're a real man, Bob's the last of it.
1: Tastes like cheese. bird droppings. Good God!
2: How do you know how that tastes?
1: All <laughs> right. I don't want to answer that. All <laughs> right. right, no, no messing around over there. Make sure he gets a bad John. one, John. Good lord. Let's see flavor. what John gets. Oh. oh, you got
0: two. We'll do uh peach or barf. Oh god. It's uh, it's that <laughs> color.
2: Oh man. Let's have some barf, John. <laughs> this yes. Yeah, go sense.
0: for it. I do have a garbage can back here.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I told you. Uh, see?
2: Uh, uh, oh my. <laughs>
1: He, he barfed. He, he barfed in the he, bucket. Oh God, he, barfed. So <laughs> he barfed. He, he really barfed. I saw it. Oh my so God.
0: Nasty.
1: First, oh. That's a freaking oh. beast. I don't bark. even think
0: I can it's eat stuck. it. smells like barf in here now. It's stuck in my teeth. Uh. <laughs> Man, I didn't think he was gonna lose it. Good grief! Oh, he definitely got barf. Whoa! He got barf, and then he barfed.
1: I saw it. Oh. I saw it live no, here on the song. free. My eyes are watering. Ladies and Just gentlemen, we pull no punches on the Free Speech Forum podcast. We right. tell it like it is.
0: John is uh, officially not eating any more of these. He he took the damn. Barf bag outside. Oh Alright, I either got uh stinky socks or tootie fruity.
2: Oh. oh. my gosh.
1: Weak. <laughs> well, what is it? Is it that is tootie fruity. Oh
2: man, I think you like. Oh
1: chicken. man, that's good. Get a stinky
0: oh sock. That's mm. no fair.
1: Oh my gosh. Mm. Get a stinky All right, sock. Alright, I'll try I'm... another one. What? Stink bug. Oh,
0: <laughs> I don't even like. Who would eat these?
1: What's wrong with people? you guys doing a podcast for the Free Speech Forum? <laughs> That's who would do. I, mean,
2: like, I legitimately fucking. <laughs> <cute>. <laughs> it was so nasty. I don't even. Oh. oh my gosh, that was so
1: nasty. I'm gonna wow. swallow. <laughs> All eyes... right, well, now uh, <laughs> that, that was, one tastes wait, like. Wait, wait. We're gonna change it up a bit here, right? I think I need, a, are, I need, are, I need we, to brush my teeth. Are we in time uh, getting a funny video here coming up? <laughs> I don't know. I think we just made one. <laughs> yes. Let's do a funny video, John. That was awesome. Oh I my must god. Tell-
0: He said anything.
2: What <laughs> oh, we got going on here, Curtis? Man, go on somewhere, Scotty. Oh, go on somewhere,
1: huh? Oh, I was going to stating very be.
2: clearly I was going to smack your whiskers off if you was in my bed again. Oh, and guess where you at, playboy?
1: That's Smack Your Whiskers Off. Wasn't oh, it? man.
2: Thank you. That was Smack Your Whiskers Off by VoiceOvers11 on TikTok.
1: That was good. Ooh. And thanks to Rachel Shirley for submitting these two videos. Yeah,
2: Rachel, she's a. Uh, that's my beautiful wife. Amen. She's very passionate about funny videos of the day. So um <laughs> All right, let's talk about the next one. What do we what do we well, got here? Look who that is, John. So this is When Mama Knows Best by MT Rone. Tyrone. I'm Tyrone, maybe, on TikTok.
1: When Mama Knows Best.
0: Be fast. Be fast.
2: <laughs>
1: that child is gonna be poor oh, That
2: child is gonna be a pro athlete, and then she just smacked the ball in his oh, face. I don't think that. Oh, I think boy. that child. Hopefully, poor, he'll get a poor little job fellow. working at the Honda plant. Or oh goodness, that was awful. Poor I mean, that's pretty rough.
1: We shouldn't make fun of people. Oh like man, that. I really need to brush my teeth. Gosh, yeah, it's gonna take that. Uh, think like that tastes a long time to get out of your mouth, Big John. Long. Yeah. Time. Uh, <laughs> oh man,
2: I can't. All right, so we ready to
1: move on. We've got we got a new yeah. segment. Music, I, I, music I, option I, here falling <laughs> through.
2: Falling through. Let's hear it. We got. A, I'm super hyped about the segment.
1: Yeah, it's going to be good, and it's it's amazing too to think it's happened. That's it's almost unbelievable. <laughs>
2: I feel better. I feel so
1: much better.
2: All right. So tonight we want to talk about, uh, we forgot to talk about Pixel Joe.
0: Do we want to talk about Pixel Joe? Yeah, yeah. let's talk
2: about That was the, yeah, actually let's, the introduction let's music go for, for Pixel Joe. Yeah. So, so, so what do you got, Pixel Joe?
0: We're just going to play a, a little video that uh, me and a buddy of mine created. We did it for, um, it, it was one of my networking presentations, and we kind of just did it for fun. Uh, but it basically shows off our studio. Uh, this is cool. This is before it was actually, um, this was kind of like mid-process of when it. it was being built. Right. So right, we'll let's see what you got. Um, let's do the, uh, let's see if I can get the share screen. Give us a director's cut. To, to work here. It's sharing the wrong screen, so. So and let's this,
2: share it the right screen.
0: Yeah. I bet you're wondering, who's that badass pulling up in the truck? Well, you guessed it. It's Pixel Joe. Walking into its new 6,000 square foot studio. God, this studio item. will be Ooh. home to all content creators, photographers, videographers, podcasters, Looking good, and any Joe. kind of content creators. Just wait till you see my we sweet We have dance lots moves. and lots of tech invested into this building. Love that open son. As you see, the reception has a beautiful TV for displaying ads and much more. Whether you're doing a Zoom call, oh, is that a conference room? Or just simply showing off your products and services. This is our high-tech conference room. It will have a camera that can actually track you (sighs) and read your hand gestures to zoom in and zoom out. We also have a large training room. It will have some of the same features as the conference room. It's like a great place for being It can hold up to 50 people. And so yes. you have the option to have it recorded by Pixel Joe. Good place for of the a press conference. is our interactive projector. Man, you got
1: a big place, Joe. Yeah. In the big
0: area, we will studio also in Huntsville. feature photo and video stations. We will have over six different stations with all the gear provided. Oh, and you've got a popcorn
2: camera. machine there, too. Yeah, so movie so night. If you're thinking of oh, no, having an
0: event, at an affordable cost. We also offer photo booth services, DJ services, moon bounces, and a 300-inch mega screen.
2: Just casually throw moon bounces So this
0: is a great place are for fun. kids' birthday parties, movie nights, and you dancing. got it going
1: on, Joe. No doubt, brother.
2: Man, I need to teach, I need to teach me some of these dance moves. Hey,
1: John, we, we also need to start working with Joe. Awesome I know, He's got his act together. I feel
2: like he could help us take it to the next level. I, I believe
0: you're right. I'm a beast at that game right there. I've like figured out how to Now that. it's time to show off that beautiful podcast room. The podcast room features four high-quality mics, four headphones, five cameras, Would you blue-tooth look at that? call-ins, green screen for background removal, And you can add a guest in through Zoom or Skype. No way. Software and everything is provided. We have day rates and monthly rates. Day rates. The day rates are fifty dollars an hour, and the monthly rates are (laughs) oh, I didn't hear that. Ah, Eighteen hours. A day rate. Thank goodness. If you want to be a podcaster, this is the place to come and see. We also have a beautiful makeup station and dressing room. (laughs) It features a ton of props and costumes. Joe, you're looking so good. A beautiful vanity to get ready for your photo shoot or your video shoot.
1: My, my.
0: That's some good music, too.
1: It's very chill. So, we like, also uh,
0: have a serving area for events or anything that you host here at Pixel Joe's studios and a free coffee bar. Wow, a what a
1: professional operation you've got there! And mm. would you believe, man, like,
0: if you
2: ever need somewhere to stop by and puke, it's a great place to stop, uh, too. You, no. you
0: can't <laughs> beat that with the bar. You do bag not puke out and pass out here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, but uh, it is, um, you know, this was my dream uh, to build a studio for content creators and and people to have a place to create content and have a good time. And uh, it also is a uh, it's a venue. So, do, do
1: you think we should let the audience in on a little secret? Yeah, go for it. We are it. actually in Pixel Joe's podcast studio what? Right, <laughs> right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so um, uh, it's amazing and, we're here. And as you can see from the video, that was just a few months ago, and and this is what it looks like now. So we've we've changed things up quite a bit.
2: Well, uh, and and you guys might have noticed, but the Free Speech Forum is kind of trying to collaborate with with Pixel Joe as much as we can, and it's really taken us to the next level in our ability to have fun. Like we just have so much fun, make the most hilarious videos. I wish you guys could see the Bob video from yesterday. I'm sure at some point people will get to see it. Oh,
1: my goodness. But uh, man, That thing it, Joe
2: did. We have so much so much fun, hilarious things. We're going to humiliate ourselves for for you guys' fun. And, and, you, uh,
1: and another thing about this studio, no kidding. I mean, I've been in the advertising business uh, all of my professional career, and I've been in a lot of sound stages and stuff in big cities. I worked in L.A. for 10 years. I've done work in Chicago, a little in New York. But this is one of the better quality studio sound stages I've ever been in. I mean that, Joe. You've done a heck of a well, job it's here. It was built man. by
0: a photographer for photographers.
1: Yeah. Well, you took it to the next level because yeah. here we are having a great professional podcast in your soundstage. <laughs> so thank you. So We're glad you're with us and part of the team. So, too. speaking
2: of professional, what's the deal with uh, these college athletes now seeming like they're going professional? Absolutely. Getting paid. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't even know what to think about this. But well, what about these?
0: Let's let's talk about the top ten teams here.
2: Yeah, let's 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 get a breakdown and, and, of what's and, coming. Um, oh well, yeah, super tiny. But you know, this is a top twenty five list. Top twenty five list there. And and you wouldn't believe who's at <laughs> the top. Team we've never heard of. We never expected to be Alabama at the top up there. Oh yeah, it's. I think that's Alabama number one. Good, preseason. Great.
1: Those guys hog so much attention.
2: All the betting odds favorites. So it looks like we have Alabama, and then Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, mm-hmm. and Georgia, Texas A and M. So you know a lot of the usual suspects. Uh, yeah, college football is kind of turned into. <laughs> it's kind of like there's like seven or eight teams at the top, and and. uh and then there's the rest of college football. And, and there will be a challenger pop-up. But I don't know how long it's going to be like that. But uh, I, I have no problem as an Alabama fan, you know.
1: Me neither. I think what's interesting about this is once you get to a certain <laughs> echelon of winning percentages and you're in high school and you're a four- or five-star prospect – you want to go play for those perennial first, second, and third, fourth teams that are right. always getting in there. And in a way, people say it's not fair, and they should start to manipulate that draft. But I'm sorry, folks. You just have to go with that. I mean, if, if I was a top-rated quarterback or running back, I'd, head down. I'd want Nick Saban to call me. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. And just wait till we get into telling you what's going on with the other aspect of where we're headed. Yeah, so, so
2: you got Alabama and Clemson, Ohio State, you know, about like you'd expect. But um, you know Oklahoma's in there. In Oklahoma, the last few years they've like made the playoffs, and then they kind of shit the bed, and and so people say they don't deserve. But we got we have a lot of Oklahoma fans on our forum, and uh, you know it seems like they could be a force to be reckoned with this year. Spencer Ratler, uh, going into his second yeah. season, he showed a lot of talent. We
1: actually have um, a little video. Yeah, of, uh, Spencer He's a multi-purpose athlete. Dr. Martin Luther King is this, J-R. Is this it? I think that's the wrong one. I don't believe that's the video we're looking for
0: there. <laughs> I think this there is. Here we it. go. Maybe. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> so we got DJ Ukulele here. DJ so this is Clemson. This guy gonna going into sophomore season has a freaking cannon. So
0: this is not Spencer. is This is
2: not Spencer Rattler, but we got another top four team. So. You know, Clemson, it's basically been Clemson and Alabama in college football. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, the number one draft pick in the NFL this past year, he, uh, he was hurt, and Ugulele came in as a true freshman and took Clemson to some big wins.
1: Like, he did. He's got a he freaking, stepped up to the plate, man. He's got a cannon of an arm, and he actually was in the same. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you notice how quick Trevor got better? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I don't think Trevor was ever at risk of losing his, uh, his starting job. Yeah, well, that,
1: that made him heal quicker, I can tell you that. Yeah, and, and
2: you know, you really think just Clemson's not going to miss a beat this year. Um, it's hard to tell how the
1: defense is going to turn out. But we,
2: we have a lot of Clemson and South Carolina fans on the forum. We you know? sure
1: do, man. Um, Everybody I, likes to back a winner. Yeah. Um, God bless Boise State. But, and you get the top four or five teams, you can't help but love them. They play so well. Yeah. And, and I mean,
2: like, college football the last – Eight years has basically come down to Clemson and Alabama. Uh Ugulele, DJ Ugaleley, I'm probably saying is wrong. And Bryce Young, Alabama's starting quarterback this year. They were the they were the top two quarterback recruits two like, years ago. Yeah and uh, Yeah, they are. And you know, a lot of times those guys don't live up to the hype, but it seems like we're gonna have a couple really talented sophomore quarterbacks coming in the season.
1: Yeah.
2: Um so we got anything on Rattler? Spencer yes. Rattler in Oklahoma. Yeah, we got yeah, another me, top
1: four team. You're going to run a short clip on him? Let me actually pull that up real quick. Okay.
2: So, Oklahoma, a, you know, their big issue the past few years
1: has you been play quarterback here. It's a big deal. But, uh, you're expected to produce.
2: Rattler looks deep. So, here he we got, got Spencer Rattler. See live and there. That is a got. quarterback that's playing the best football in his so career. So, he's a little bit he's more dynamic. You know, he's got a little more to his run game. He's a really handsome guy, you know, number seven. For Oklahoma, so you know with Rattler, you don't expect that Oklahoma is going to miss a beat on offense. So, Oklahoma is and has been a offensive power.
0: Uh,
2: so Rattler, I believe Rattler is going to be a sophomore too. So we're going to have some good job of looking off by
1: Rattler. Super talent, great uh, uh, I think a lot of these guys are going to be start. We're going to see more super our athletes leaving playoffs. their junior year. I think
2: so. so, so we got uh,
1: yes, and unfortunately.
2: Work, well, the good thing though is we get one more year of these guys, yes. like Bryce Young, Ugo. Yeah. So we get this season and next year. Yes. Uh, uh, of Rattler, yep. Young, Ugalay Right. I'm probably missing somebody, but then you know, so you got the top four. You know, at the end of the season, the top four goes to go to the playoff. But look here, we have sitting at number five is Georgia. Yeah. The Georgia Bulldogs. Yo-Dos. So, Georgia's just. The Georgia Bulldogs. They're just quite an anomaly in college football. You know, it's like every year. Kirby. They think they're going to win. Like, they think they're going to win the championship, and then they just shit the bed. I mean, like, what. What happened? I don't get it. Since they have not won a championship since 1980. I mean, like,
1: 40 years. What do you think that really gets down to? Why is that? But not a jinx, of course. I, I mean, I
2: think they just don't have the grit of the rest of these football teams. You know, it's just not embedded in recu- the program.
1: Because they've never been winners, they can't uh, recruit winners, right? right?
2: Well, I mean, they do pretty good recruiting, but, you know, they get there and it's just a a a B B-level program, yeah. you know, and so they think they're going to be good, and then they just, uh, you know, it's just Georgia football for you, yeah. you know.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to tell you, you know,
2: Anyways, I think Georgia will be all right this year. Georgia looks pretty good, but yeah, you know, they, they just it would it would be awful because we love making fun of Georgia on the free speech forum, and it would just be <laughs> awful if they did win a championship because we couldn't we We'd couldn't make a lot fun of, grow. of them. you know, and even even uh, Martin, our friend in Uganda, was he released a video about 1980, you know, Georgia the George football team. So no
1: kidding, yeah,
2: Martin was like, you know. I, Nothing I've seen, nothing more embarrassing than the Georgia football program, and so, um,
1: Martin you know, said that. Yeah, that's I'll just darn.
2: That's he calls them the George football program, but you know, <laughs> he's learning. He's learning a lot. <laughs> he fun. he understands we love college football, and he's trying to learn. So I've been teaching him about you know the well, embarrassment cool. that is Georgia. That's
1: awesome. So, well, good for you, John. Well, look, yeah. I got a couple of notes here. Um, when I look at the top twenty-five, I see five. SEC team sitting up top. We've got Bama, number one, then Georgia. Texas A&M is always in there, Florida, and LSU. So the SEC dominates recruiting in year in and year out, but there's one anomaly here. Where are the Auburn Tigers? What has happened to those guys? Their program used to be a perennial winner, and it's like they've just been in this, uh, I don't know, Chinese fire drill uh, for for a few years here, everybody thinks they're going to do well, and uh, right now they're just not even. You know what are they ranked in the? Top, are they in the top twenty five? No, they're not
2: even. They're not even in the preseason top twenty five. Good, great. I'll say a couple things. You know, Auburn's got a new coach. They fired the Gus Bus. Gus Malzahn's out the door, and yeah, he was kind of an anomaly, but uh, he's going to UCF, Central Florida. Um, okay. Central Florida's coach has moved to Tennessee. But uh, Boise State's coach, Brian Harson has moved down to Auburn, moved down to the Plains.
1: And, and he uh, was winning at Boise,
2: wasn't he? He was. He did pretty well, you know. It's it's a really interesting hire because it's like it could go either way, I feel like. but
1: um, Well, he definitely went from riding a bull to getting on top of a damn big uh, bear. Oh, man. Yeah, he's he's going to have a bigger deal yeah, down there but at see, Auburn.
2: I'll tell you one thing about Auburn is any time that they are ranked out of the top 25, it's like – they always overperform. And anytime they are ranked high to start the season, they underperform. And look at this. Here we have uh, Bo Sweet Tea Nicks. I've come to start calling him Sweet Tea Nicks because he's sponsored by Milo's Sweet Tea. So good for him. You know, he's bringing in the Milo's money now. Uh, hey,
1: John. Why don't you give everybody just a little quick overview of what has happened this year with that? Because I think a lot of people don't know. And I'll tell you what, when I first heard what was going on, I thought it was a joke, a lampoon. And then I realized it was quite damn serious. So why don't you just let kind so of so it's like in.
2: For years, there's been this debate over college football players about how much money, and, and your college athletes in general, how much money these universities rake in over these college players. You know, they're bringing in billions of dollars on the backs of these these kids, straight out of high school, they aren't seeing a dime of it. You know? Who
1: could get injured and never have a career? Who, who could get injured and never have a career? Right, yeah, right. and so, um,
2: you know, they they do get scholarships, and there's always been the argument that they get scholarships, and you know, uh, they've got room and board down there. But,
0: but well, I mean, you know, you, you're not getting paid for your daily activities. You know, like I mean, you got to go out to practice and do all those things. Like you can't hold down a full-time job, go to school, and practice and play football.
2: Yeah, and and earn some extra money for yourself. Like, you got nothing. So, so what you have, too, is like these, especially the really good players, they become like a product that all kinds of, even like individuals will kind of use to promote their own goods, you know, Legally or illegally. Like, a big example is the college football games. So, like, the college football and PlayStation. Sure. And they would make all these players. They wouldn't give them real names, but it was really obvious Obvious, who they were. And so, EA Sports would make millions off of the college football game off of the likeness of these players.
1: I think it's a wonderful move. I really do. It's long overdue, and I love it.
2: Yeah, so the the NCAA has has changed the rules. And for the first time in history, they have – Instituted the name, image, and likeness, and so, so we got some examples. You got Bow Nix, sponsored by Sweet Tea, uh, Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback who's never seen full time play. I mean, he's never played except in mop up duty. Saban said he was approaching seven figures in endorsement deals. Yeah, as a him, but,
1: but see, he'll be a millionaire before he ever starts a game. Yeah,
2: and and, and ukulele, he's another example. But you know, one fun thing we like to say: Look at that, Dr. Pepper. So I
0: mean, that's I mean, this is no joke, you know. Do you think that the, the, the past players and stuff are mad? I would think absolutely. You know, well, I mean, I don't that, know. especially the guys that, that like, would like, like, imagine you just graduated,
1: and then they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you could have got a two, three million dollars." Well, I, you you got a point there, but at least uh, the bottom line is it's long overdue. I don't think anybody's going to really be have a bad attitude about it, but a lot of them are going to be would. saying, good, God, if I just, you know. Well,
2: one example that comes to my mind is Tyrone Prothrow. I don't you remember. He was a wide receiver Boy. at Alabama. Yeah. He made, like, one of the most remarkable catches oh. in history, like, over the guy's back. Exactly. I've got a signed. Prothrow, he was actually at Bama when I was down there. Like, wow. He passed through our apartment. This was after – this was after he had his injury, but he played
1: Guitar Hero that, at our place. That was time. a one-in-a-million athletic and so, performance. And so,
2: pro throw, but it was like the week after the catch playing Florida Gators, he jumped up to catch a pass in the end zone. He caught it, came down, he shattered His leg just snapped in two. Yeah, I and, remember that. And the, and the surgeons, like, botched the surgery, and he was never, ever able to play football again. So, here's a guy that, you know, if he had stayed healthy, would have been a millionaire in the NFL.
1: Amen. And
2: now – you know
1: That's gotta he, hurt he's got a different I mean sort. that could make and you better
2: I think he's bounced back, you know, and got a career and the community around him's kind of come up to support him, but I mean that's just one example, you know, and, and all it was was just a freak accident.
1: Yeah. But, no. yeah. It is.
0: What about Bobby? Bobby. Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden, okay. Yeah. Bowden. Is hey, it Bob? Bobby Bowden. That shows you guys how much I know about football. Boy,
1: you need to be shamed. Well, we the, lost uh, an icon there. Do you do realize that Mr. Bowden passed away, right, Joe? Yeah. I, I, he, he did. I do and, not want. football. And he was football. a titan on the football mm. universe. Uh, he was in that category of like Bear Bryant okay, and Shug Jordan and the, gotcha. the great legends that just kept winning year after year after year, and everybody wanted to be like them. And Bobby no. Bowden, on top of that, he was a great philanthropist, they said he's one of the nicest, most considerate people that's ever coached college football. Everybody loved him. You just could not get mad at Bobby Bowden. He was just yeah. a cool, wonderful man.
0: Likeable guy. He yeah. was. He Good really guy. Was. Good guy. He was also the he- Am I supposed to read that? Yeah,
2: man, go for it. Let's hear what you know. All yeah. right. Let's hear what you know about Bobby Bowden. <laughs>
0: Uh, He was the head coach at Howard, uh, 1959 through 1962, West Virginia from 1970 to 1975, and Florida State from 1976 to 2009. Uh, He turned FSU into a powerhouse when the program previous to him Had little CFB success. Yes. Or a legacy for that matter.
2: Yeah. College, uh, uh, Florida State was always kind of a joke. It started out as like a women's university. Yeah. And then Bowden showed up there. I don't know the exact implications, but um, in 44 seasons as a head coach, uh, there you go. Bobby Bowden. I mean, like, I I have not seen anybody come out and say a bad word about this guy. And like, you know always happy. 40, it 40, looks happy
1: 44 seasons as a head coach, forty winning seasons, and thirty-three of those were consecutive at Florida State University. I mean, that's impressive. Nineteen eighty
2: seven, the year I was born to two thousand. Damn. And uh you know that's actually,
1: legendary stuff.
2: He brought in two national championships in ninety three and ninety nine. So, you know, like we got some Florida State guys on the forum, so uh, those guys can probably tell us even more about Bowden. And, and boys. once Bowden's, since Bowden's left, I mean, Florida State's been kind of in turmoil. They had Jimbo Fisher come in and, and do all right. They won a yeah. national
1: championship. But Bowden was a, such a tough, he had such huge shoes to fill. I mean, it yeah. was a uh, super pressure so do, on anybody. So, do we have enough time?
2: Are we going to step on this excellent segment coming up? But, so real quick, I'll mention that, uh, Let's hit on a couple high points, yeah, and then good. let's hear about branding. So, yeah, I
1: can cover that in, so, in short um, time. This is uh, this well. Is I mean, stuff here.
0: Um, what about the, the rumors being swirled around for days at a time of the SEC media days, and now it has become official Texas and Oklahoma are planning to leave yeah. the Big 12 for the SEC. So
2: Texas and Oklahoma, two college football powerhouses that basically – you know, carried the Big 12 conference are now going to leave. I think in 2022 and come to the SEC.
1: They might regret that decision. Well, they might. <laughs> but as a as
2: a college football fan, like I am thrilled. Like I look forward, I look forward to like the Alabama Texas matchups, and then we get to see the Texas Texas A and M rivalry renewed.
1: Yeah, well, always, no, that's
2: true. I always love watching those games because those yeah, teams hate yeah. each other so much.
1: And Alabama, uh, well. Uh, The Alabama versus Miami rival, that's a marquee matchup. So, that's
2: what, first week of the season, we have Alabama opening up with Miami. Now, I think Alabama's
1: like a 20-point favorite, but, you know. You remember when Gene Stallings was head coach and what he did to Miami in the championship game?
2: 1992 season, I think it was the 93 Sugar Bowl. Gino
1: Tintoretto,
2: quarterback. Yeah, Alabama had no chance going
1: into that game. They Though that guy, they totally owned his mind. Yeah, they got in there and destroyed. Those Alabama guys.
2: had some hellacious defensive ends oh on that team, and that God. was that was the game that George Teague ran the guy down and stripped yes. the ball. Yes, the strip. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then that one play where the every player was on the line of scrimmage to rush. There wasn't even <laughs> running. Uh, yeah, safeties. All Classic right, so stuff. Classic. So, so really,
2: is Clemson and Georgia? Is that a Week One game? Like that could be an incredible oh, really? matchup. And then we got Penn State and Wisconsin. So, my goodness, like we have a bunch of people on the free speech forum that love college football because, oh my God. Yes. you know, people have migrated over from a college football recruiting site. Like that's how our site kind of got started. Yeah. We well, you know would, people would use that forum to talk about stuff they liked and then they started getting censored. So, we have a lot of college football fans that made their way over to the forum.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's something interesting to me. I remember. Johnny Manziel, Mr. Football, and he was hellacious. That nobody could run and scramble. He was kind of uh, reminded me of Fran Tarkington too. A lot of people probably don't remember, but Fran Tarkington was five ten and played championship pro football for years. But it, we're looking here where uh, traditionally teams with mobile quarterbacks have given Nick Nick Saban defenses hell. Yeah, and just I don't know if you remember, but I saw this game in 2012 for the national championships. Johnny Manziel worked frigging magic. They beat Alabama 29 to 23. Oh, that's an, he he ran speaking for. Speaking of
2: puking, I was at that game.
1: Oh, he 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 rushed for 92 yards and he passed for 253 yards. He was almost the entire offense. Oh, I, I just, <laughs> so my question to you is, what happened? Why did he not make it? Why did he not make it in the NFL? Did, yeah, did he lose everything, I, I, lose his mind and so, get into booze? I, uh, you know, you would think,
2: you know, some people might say he's, like, too small. or But you look at Baker Mayfield, you know, an Oklahoma quarterback, I feel like this this similar to Manziel, who's having success in the NFL with the Browns. So, I really think what you have is you have these athletes that are great athletes. But when they go to the next level – you have to be a hard worker. You have to be disciplined.
1: Everybody's and, great. And
2: and it's excellence. And if you aren't willing to, to do those things, there's a few freaks of nature out there oh, who can get by. But yeah. but for most of the guys, I mean, you look like Jordan. Relentless. Relentless hard worker. Tom Brady. I mean, just oh relentless. The he work He's a machine. The work ethic is what makes these people great. And if you don't have the work ethic and you're not ready,
1: you know, you're not going to make it. It's yeah. like with Tom Brady, I've read some articles about his diet, his exercise routine. I'm thinking, where does he have time to have a life? This guy is a total physical he, anomaly. I heard he
2: eats barf jelly beans a lot. <laughs> man.
0: Helps
1: purge well, all the that oh, Maybe that's what gets his ass going. Hell, out of not So know. much for that
0: sandwich earlier, huh? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. and <laughs> one more great matchup. We got Notre Dame versus Florida State. And so, you know, I know N.J. Knoll oh. – NJ Knoll up in New Jersey, he's hey, gonna be he's gonna be pumped about that matchup. Well,
1: Notre Dame, they always have God on their side with touchdown <laughs> Jesus. They seem to get away with some of the strangest lucky plays. It's I think there's something true about them. Well, of that. they have,
2: but the last few years, you know, they've been kinda like they show up on the big stage and kinda get spanked, but uh
1: Well, yeah. So, but they have pulled off some weird ass yeah, plays. It's, it's man. still a great program,
2: so um, what do we got here? So, uh, oh, this my is, God. This hey. is
0: their hype video.
1: Oh, the Seminoles.
0: I would love to do one of these.
1: You should. We need some badass music.
2: Oh, job. man, I love the-
0: Oh. <laughs> this is very slow music, oh, but I feel like it's about to get really heavy.
2: There's Brian Kelly and the Gold Domers getting hyped.
0: Oh. Oh,
2: Here there we go. Here it comes. There, there it we go. Oh man, I'm getting chills. In There's a Jimbo. A world. In One world.
0: man. Lou Holtz. With a team.
2: I don't know who these guys are, but they look dressed nice.
0: The fight for justice.
2: That's the Heisman Trophy. Oh yeah, Tim, Tim Brown. Brown.
0: It's Tim Brown. Tim Brown.
2: Boom. Is that the oh, Is that the Vols? Yeah.
1: We know what's coming oh, this here. Is the, this is
2: like a national championship game. Seminoles. Look at that.
0: A oh matchup between two traditional powers.
2: Awesome. Woo, Jameis. I bet he got some crab legs after that. Look at that. Would you look at that? Jameis, Alabama native right there. Oh, I'm
1: telling just you. That guy, he was a super athlete. Just look at that.
2: Seminoles.com. Go camel. Campbell. Are the Noles gonna be back this year? I want them to be back. I'm tired of college football with shitty Florida State team. We need the Noles.
1: I agree with that.
2: They complete us.
1: Yeah, they've slipped a bit.
2: I'm ready to run through a brick you know, wall and I'm pretty, not even a Seminole fan. One,
1: one little quick thing I was going to mention, it's not actually on our script so to speak, but this week for me was a kind of a bittersweet day because it's truly over for Tim Tebow in football. Yeah. And I I'll, I'll never forget when we played them Alabama in the championship game and I Tim Tebow was like a freaking gladiator. And if he yeah. didn't get into the touch, if he didn't get the ball for the first down or the, the end zone, it's like he was going to die. I've never seen yeah. such a passionate when warrior. When he was with
2: the Gators. Oh, yeah.
1: my God. And, you know, for me, that is the defining difference between pro – in college, you're not going to see a pro guy on fire like that. But he was, you know what I'm saying? It's that heart,
2: it's oh. the heart, it's that special thing that separates the, the talented from the great.
1: It was, and he was so it, it, hard to Tebow, bring down.
2: He, he was, just didn't have that talent level, you know, but he had the heart, oh he my had God. all the heart. Yeah,
1: the heart. I, I miss the him, heart. and so and I he couldn't cut in it, space. and that's all right. But anyhow, I just wanted to say, Tim, I love you, man. You're one of the greatest athlete warriors I've ever seen in my life. And if you're watching, I salute you. You know, he's watching. Watching, you it know, probably he's watching. is.
2: This is his favorite podcast. But oh, anyways, wait, hold it. He... Anyways, guys, hey guys, Tail guys, thank you for humoring the college football conversation. We are all hyped. So, is this Lord? Oh, it's pretty. Bad. It's a nice song. This song makes me think a lot about Bob.
0: Seems
2: like a Bob song.
1: That's a a happy little tune. told you
2: one last time.
1: All right. So, Bob. Hey, we do have a quote of the day. You know, I'm the quote dude. You're the quote dude. And it is from Abraham Lincoln. And if you don't know who Abraham Lincoln is, would you please go ahead and turn off your TV set and go sit on the commode? (laughs) But anyhow, the quote is, character is like a tree and reputation like a shadow. The shadow is what we think of it. The tree is the real thing.
2: You know, it makes me think about the tree that's the logo of the Free Speech Forum. Yeah, you know, strong, right? Powerful. I mean, that's what we want to be at the forum. Is we just want to be something strong that people know is going to be yeah. there.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like I call for so whatever reasons. I call it the tree of truth. Yeah, it's just the way it twists up, and it's like. A tornado could run smack dab into that tree, and it wouldn't knock one branch off. It's just solid as a rock. And, you
2: know, the more I learn about Lincoln and hear about Lincoln over the years, it's just like, man, he was an impressive man, very impressive
1: man, Uh, brilliant. Yeah, he, uh, reading by firelight when he was little in the cabin, walked, walked miles to borrow a book. And read it by firelight at night instead of going to bed, and then get up and work most of the day. And he was—he 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 was was a man of destiny. He was meant to be where he was to keep this country from falling apart.
0: Let's talk about Creative's new video.
1: Oh, let's talk about that.
0: (sighs) We got him. So, um, what can I say, Joe? Branding. I mean, I mean, it's hard to
2: disagree with you there, really. I mean, I mean, Look at this guy,
0: Silver Fox. That's just freaking oh my branding yeah, genius you know, over um, here. So are are you too sexy for your shirt? Because that's a great shirt.
1: I'll leave that up to others. But you you can't
0: uh, be too sexy for that shirt.
1: No, no, this shirt is universal. It transcends everything. But what we were we're gonna talk about branding a little bit today. It's been so important to the Free Speech Forum. I've been doing branding professionally for a good twenty-five years. I had a full service agency before that. But I know that some people know what a brand is and some people do not. And the big thing with the company, and let's let's talk about the free speech forum. Uh, John and I got together, and uh, the original name, John, you want to tell them what the original name was?
2: Crouton, Crouton, Crouton.com. Yeah. like was, croutons, yeah, like college football crouton. It was a joke because came from recruiting. But I mean, we, ne- ah, okay. we never intended on being a recruiting site, right, but I we just caught it as a joke. Yeah. But but dot we, com.
1: We, uh, most branding professionals will tell you the single most important thing a brand's got to have a good name. Yeah. If you've got to explain what your name means to someone, you're good. in
2: trouble. Well, it's like uh, one Pixel time, Joe. I mean, it's like, you know, this is like a yeah, photographer he's,
1: he's, that's,
0: that's what people, like, they don't even call me Joe anymore. It's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They'll be like, who the heck is that? And yeah. then you'll be like Pixel Joe. And they're like,
1: oh, that idiot. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. You know,
0: I worked with him. well.
1: John and I got together, and John said, Bob, I need your help. I want you to brand Crude. Make a long story short, um, I, I hit the jackpot. I guess I got lucky, but I thought, well, what would be a great name? And I started thinking about Plato and Socrates and the, the forums of, of, of the uh, great days of the philosophers. And I said, well, what the hell? I was at Direct Nick, where you can buy URLs. And I typed in the free speech forum, And it came up, and it said, is available for $12. (laughs) I could not hit that sold button fast enough. And if
2: you guys have never tried to buy URLs, it's a nightmare.
1: And I I mean it. i got goosebumps. I've got them right now. And I just looked up, and I said, thank you, God. I could not believe it. The free speech forum. And the other thing about it, it had the word the in it. Not just free speech forum, but it's the one, Mm -hmm. the one free speech forum right. our tagline of the people for the people by the people we don't own that but we associate it with us
2: you know I something funny is i think we have it backwards on our stuff i think we say of the people by the Whichever way, I think our last two are switched, but at this point, it, I kind of love it because you it's you like know, <laughs> I don't special. think there's Made anybody
1: that's going to ride around yeah, and, for, and not uh, get it. By
2: of uh, by four, you yeah. know, it's the people,
1: right? So the there people. we had a great start, great name. Uh, being able to capitalize we we I wrote our own little declaration of independence. things just started to flow into our brand and we got a good jump then with great talented guy named Sam got the design going worked oh, through a lot awesome. of logos and John was immediately attracted to our tree. Uh, Like I said earlier, I call that the tree of truth. Uh, We we started with guerrilla marketing. Uh, John had a banner made, hung it out on his fence so the guys driving into the arsenal could see it every morning. Now we've got billboards up around town. We're running radio ads. We're handing out Defund the Media t-shirts. We have got a true brand, and we're growing it.
2: People in Huntsville cannot get away from the free speech forum. And it's either like they love it or they hate it. There's no neutral uh, opinion.
1: Let me just – I've got notes here because I don't want to forget anything on some of this. But one thing's for sure. The biggest thing about a brand is that you had better – in your business category, you should specialize. Specialization is strength. And you want to keep your brand vertical. Don't say, oh, I can do 15 different things. You want to be the best at one thing. And so we want to be the best at defending free speech, fighting censorship, and not get sidetracked. Mike – my company is named creative and i've got an eight in it there's no a or t and it's there's science and there's art to branding did you know that 95 percent of all decision making and this is from the latest neurological studies for the past eight years it's made subconsciously on an emotional level mm. I didn't, but, you know, I believe you. i buy that. i buy that. And when you start thinking about some of these uh, taglines that people have, you see a lot of emotion. I'm just going to read down here for a few. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth, Nike, just do it. Famous. De Beers, the diamond is forever. MasterCard, there's some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard. BMW, total emotional here. The ultimate driving machines. Allstate, you're in good hands. Kentucky Fried Chicken, I love this one finger licking good. Taco Bell, think outside the bun. Walmart, save money, live better. That's an emotional appeal. Burger King, have it your way. Mercedes, the best or nothing. A local one here, Cook's Pest Control. We treat your home with care. That's a good one. Um, aviation and Missile Solutions, usually a boring category for these big aerospace companies. They're tackling as the engineers of the unknown. And American Express that I did get to work on, When I was working on it in L.A. back in the 70s, it was Don't Leave Home Without It. Mm. And they didn't stray too far because they've updated it, Don't Live Life Without It. So it's still got a good emotional uh, punch to it there. Now, first impressions, you only get the chance to make one. One. And it better be good. So I want to show you guys something here. This, this is my business card. Ooh, that sounded metal. It's made out of steel. Whoa. It's laser engraved. When I go to a meeting, I wear all black. I don't wear a tie. I don't wear a black collared shirt. I try to look a little Euro thing going on with a nice fitted silk black jacket. And I drive a black car. Yeah. Exactly. So... <laughs> If you, and so many people disregard a business card, that's the first measure of someone. I look at it, could I see your card? I'm yeah. not
2: going to lie. I've seen Bob hand out quite a few cards at this point, and people are just fucking blown away. Well, I mean. are like, what?
1: Yeah. Where'd you get these? I've seen people a year later, and they say, you're the metal business card guy, aren't you? And I say, yes, I am. But I ask them, "Can I see your card? And it's too many people. They hand me a card. It's got their name and phone number on the front. And you look on the back, and it's blank. I said, man, this is the most important tool that you've got in getting new business. You meet people, you hand them your business card, and you're wasting half of it. You're not even using it. And let me just tell you, my, my tagline, shaping the future of reality, perception is reality. And I know how to work certain words. You get the right tagline going together, and you can make somebody think about what they're doing. But, for example, on the back of my card, it says, the world's most successful brands are built on the same proven principles and processes. These brands present themselves as the best choice over competitors with a unique value proposition. The alternative, you are a me-too company, you get shopped on price, and you're a commodity. So
2: that's what I learned that. So I worked with Bob about a year before forming the Free Speech Forum. And I learned about branding, and it hit me. It's like either you're going to be a product or you're going to be a brand. That's right. And that's what separates the, the small businesses from yep. the businesses that turn into yeah. empires. Yep. And Because it, if you're a brand, you're everything. And with I this mean,
1: card, I can hand this to someone, and it's my whole story. They can get enough information off of this. And uh, you've probably uh, – I wanted to get at one thing here. Uh, it's your company's foundation – Walter Landau, who uh, branded Coca-Cola, the script, GE, Miller Lite, Fritos, Levi's, Schell, on and on, had a famous quote. He said, products are made in the factory, but brands are created in the mind. And so creative, uh, it's an algorithm for the success. Uh, That's how I really look at it. So you don't want to be perceived as a commodity because that is the kiss of death. I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff here at you, but it's the... uh, The emotion that does the heavy lifting in branding. And right now, with the Free Speech Forum, we're so fortunate because it's all about emotion. People are worried about getting censored. Our freedom of speech is in danger. And that's why we continue to repeat the things that we do.
2: And it's not about us becoming this like giant corporation. No. What we're trying to do is build something strong because people are going to come after us. Yeah. And we have to be strong, built on a strong foundation. You know, if we are so much more than just an internet forum, they can't they can't take us down,
1: no, you know, because right. we're everywhere. We're, we're everything. Uh, exactly. Now, let's look at this. Harvard professor Gerald Zaltman, I've read his book. Listen to this title. He's the professor of business administration emeritus at the Harvard Business School's Committee for Mind, Brain and Behavior Interfactory Initiative. Now that's a hell of a title. And (laughs) you know what his summary is? He said when you're marketing a product to a consumer, it's most effective to target the subconscious mind. Mm. And I want people to think about that. When you go shopping out there, you don't look for the lowest price toothpaste. You buy your brand. People buy brands, not products. And you might head out to a car dealer and uh, be looking to have a, uh, a little low mileage, cheap little car, but you drive out a a convertible like I,
2: I want a Toyota because I know like, or, you know, I want my wife driving a Toyota because that's just to me, a reliable brand. It, I really want a Mercedes because Mercedes are just cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: They're, like, they've got the, they've got the swagger and it matters. It really does. Yeah. So, and I w- will say a pitch for myself. If you want to know about branding, you're thinking about starting a job, starting a company. I give away this stuff for free on my site. I, there's a thing called the Creative 8s, and it's the eight processes that I go through that you can read and follow, Science. and you will get there. So, but remember, Reality. my name is spelled C. There we go. Folks, go to creative.com. That's C-R-E, the number eight, I-V-E, and then dot .com, and find the Creative Eights in there. It will give you step-by-step instructions, and if you will follow them, you will have a successful brand. So, if you're not a brand, you're a commodity, and you're going to be—you'll get shopped on price, and that's the road to ruin.
2: Yeah, and I mean, many businesses are commodities, and they have some level of success, you know, but they're limiting. They're limiting their their
1: ceiling. They they battle it out all the time. They really do. You know, like that's
0: probably one of the biggest things that I focused on. Um, you know, like in naming my business and stuff, I didn't want to just put Joe or you know my last name and stuff like like every photographer does that. And it's yeah. boring. It is. Know? But Joe is just it's kind of one of those names. Like I know a Joe. Yeah, he, I know he's that a good guy. Joe. He's fun. Give me a cup of Joe. You know, give me a cup of Joe. You know, like it's used all over the world, you know. And, um, you know, adding the pixel in front of it, you know, everybody's watched the movie Pixels or, you know, they know what a pixel is. They know what it means. It's a graphic, you know, sort of thing, and it's that's what I do. Uh, Well, let me tell you. everything combined into one thing.
1: If everybody Graphical. was as smart with branding as you are, I wouldn't have a job. Yeah, <laughs> you did a damn good job. Yeah, and but, I, I've always loved it, Pixel Joe. But you're just, not.
2: Yeah, you're not just a photographer. You're not just a videographer. Right. You're not just a studio. You know. Yeah. You're. You're.
1: Graphic.
0: You know. You're, just any, pixel, you're pixel Joe. TVs, tech, all sorts of cameras, it's, everything in here—it's a bird, it's
1: a plane. Look up in the sky, it's Pixel Joe. You
0: no, know, it's it's real funny because my sister, she works at um, Legend Realty, and um, you know, she would be like, "Yeah, you know, my brother Joe, he's a photographer," and they'd be like, "Eh, okay."
1: Look at look at what's Amazon? and then
0: and then she would say, "Oh, Pixel Joe," and they'd be like, "Oh, that guy, I've seen him yeah. around town."
1: Yeah, you know. I was going to say, look how simple Amazon is. What's on their box? It's a little a smile. A smile. Did you know that they used to allow uh, one to two second frames of showing Coca-Cola and popcorn on the previews in movie theaters? They outlawed that. But if you go into a Walmart, Target, big box stores, you hear music paying, playing, you know it's embedded in there? It's wrong to steal. <laughs> Stealing is against the law. We prosecute shoplifters, and it's played at a low frequency. You can hear it subconsciously. It's in the music. And just to give you one more quick example. Is it really? (laughs) I'm like curious about this. No, no. what? (laughs) Honestly. Well, it affects behavior. In the subway, the tube, famous in London, all right, they, uh, they were having a lot of trouble with pickpockets, people getting into fights, knife robberies, stealing purses. They started playing classical music in the tube and it dropped, Yeah, it dropped 67% in less than 30 days because it simply calmed some people down. Wow. And I'll tell you, it's multi-sensory branding is where it's really at. We got time for one quick one. Yeah. All right. The brand, the brand new Bentley Continental was introduced about three years ago. All right. And they invited current Bentley owners into the factory to ride it around a test track, gave them a sheet of paper, and they were to rate it on 30 different things. Comfort of ride, acceleration, noise level, uh, quality of comfort of the seats, the steering, everything. Stereo, you name it. They drove the first Bentley. It had an average score, I believe it was 73.5 out of 100. They brought in another Bentley. They hopped in that one. They drove that one. It came in at 90 seven and guess what it was the same car they did one thing they pumped in the smell of burl wood and leather
2: Woo, burl wood i don't even know what that is but it (laughs) smells good now is
1: that not something it's genius
2: how can we get smells on the free speech forum you know you know (laughs) one
0: quick thing at um at, at theme parks when popcorn cells actually oh, get yeah. low. Yes, they they will take these popcorn machines and they have blowers that will blow out the smell of popcorn, and popcorn cells go through the roof. They do
1: that. At, <laughs> they're, they do that at Disney World all the time. Yeah. It, it's true. Yeah. It really is. So, you know. I think you told me that. I might have told you that. But uh, the world, like we said, people buy brands. So, it, it, and, it, and I've got my phone number on my website. I'm, I'm not kidding. I like to help people. If you're starting a business and you've got an issue and you want some help, send me an email. It's bob at creative.com. Give me a phone call. My phone number's on there, too. I, I mean that sincerely. Because so many people, they'll mortgage their second mortgage on their home. They've got a good concept for something, but they don't brand it. And a year and a half later, they're, they're broke. I've seen it too many times. Well,
0: guys, I think that's it for tonight. And uh, thank you all so much for coming on the podcast again. Thank you for booking Pixel Joe yeah, Studios. Yeah, thanks, thanks Palmetto Steel, um, our sponsor. Yes, sir. Yes give it up for oh, i'll go ahead and pull them up right there There we go there's their contact information again you know if you want something that's strong tough and freaking awesome you know Palmetto steel
1: i could very easily lie and say palmetto made this card that's but right. you know they could yeah they this could. is a steel card thank you palmetto for supporting us goodbye
2: goodbye see you next week